Grab your favorite cup. We're about to pour you a glass of the most wholesome drink. Our goal is to amplify marginalized voices through subjects that matter. We will do this by discussing subjects that are uplifting, gainful, and truthful, no matter how uncomfortable they may be, in hope of gaining clarity and invoking progressive change. Of course, we'll sprinkle on some off-color topics to make our discussions more palpable. Welcome Welcome to Urban Urban Proper. Happy Halloween, bitches! It's spooky time, motherfucker! Get you some spooky dick! What's some spooky click? Ow, it is us! It be we, Urban Proper. We are Urban Proper. With an ER. With a horrid ER. <laughs> not to be confused with Urban Proper. With Urban Proper. <laughs> it is I, Shisha, the Cutler, aka Queen of Everything. Well, self proclaimed Queen of Everything the Light Touches. And it is I, Darius the Destroyer, self proclaimed Destroyer of all things. Booty holes. Specifically, booty holes. Specifically. Not Pacific. Specific. Not Pacifically, because my boyfriend doesn't like bodies of water. <laughs> <laughs> And that's my one mention for the episode. Uh, so what are we talking about today, Sheesh? What's going down? What's the tea? We are talking about the unoriginality in music. Ooh. This cuts this me deep because, like, as a musician, I'm scared sometimes. I don't know. Prince was very adamant about not liking people doing samples and covers he's like you can't call yourself an artist i'm just gonna polish my nails while we do it it's okay <laughs> it's halloween uh today that we're recording mm-hmm. and to get a little <laughs> advance on the preparations for the evening yeah because you know we if anybody who knows us knows that we're very um halloween's our our favorite fucking holiday yes and we didn't get this cra- that crazy this year but we have known to take hours to prepare. <laughs> so. Hours, two of them to put in our contacts. Yeah. So we're not putting any contacts in this year. No contacts. Yeah. Super simple costumes, but I am going to paint my nails while we record because it's going to take time. Fine by me. Uh, but yes, I. It's hard. I would say that it's hard to be original in music. Because so many things have already been done, but also so many things haven't been done. That is true. So, these motherfuckers just need to... Though, I can't really agree on that. Like, I think samples, when done correctly, are actually really dope. Yeah, like, um, more recently... um, Oh my god, I just lost my train of thought already. Um, You're three minutes in, guys. <laughs> three minutes in, and I've lost my damn. She my... has lost her ticket to the train of thought. Oh, um, there was a song. Oh my god, let me look at my title. Hold on one second. Oh, she's got title. She's a <laughs> she's a bad bitch. Okay, I have a title because it's free with Sprint. So oh, okay, never mind. Don't judge me. That's the only reason why I have the left Sprint bitch ass. It's like the worst relationship I have ever been in. Listen, Sprint was too expensive for me, so I switched to what Metro PCS. Hey, by all means, save them coins. Save bitch. all of them coins, honey, because listen yeah uh well while <laughs> she should looks up the song that she is looking for um oh i got it oh she found it fast Never it mind. was trey songs he sampled jill scott uh with that song called um oh i think i hate that song too 
get the fuck out. I think. I don't know what it is, but. Are you serious? I'm I would play sure. it, but we don't have rights to play it. It's called <laughs> Something Real by Trey Songs, and it features Jill Scott. It's He Loves Me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I hate that song. And it bothers me because I don't think that sample was done correctly. I don't think that sample was put into the song correctly. It pisses me off so much every time I hear it. And we're just going to have to fucking agree to this. <laughs> and there was another one that Chris Brown is on. Not Chris Brown. Oh, my God. Uh, Trey Songz is on with. Um, I can't find that one right now. But sometimes it's done right. Sometimes it's done wrong. Like um, when DJ Khaled, um, Rihanna, and... Bryson Tiller. Bryson Tiller um, did Wild Thoughts. Oh my God, that Santana. Oof. (sighs) That Santana sample is so sick in that song. And let me tell you, it's so good that I for a minute thought I had never heard it before. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, I like, immediately knew it was. I was like, I was like, I know this guitar riff. There is not. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, no, yeah, that's Maria, Maria. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, I wish they would have brought him in to actually do the the, the car uh, the guitar riff. Yeah, I want to know what Santana had to say about that. I mean, I'm sure they had to get permission, permission. from him to use because Maria is my favorite song. Mm-hmm. You know, with. Carlos Santana. And then anyway, let me go on a little rant Please early do. on. Please so do. it's been um, a tweet circling around disrespecting the shit out of Carlos Santana. There's a video of him playing on this beautiful ass gold guitar. And I need this gold guitar, even though I don't know how to play a guitar, but I need it in my life because it's gold. Anyway, he's playing this guitar. He is tearing it the fuck up. And the caption says, shout out to YG and Tiger for putting Carlos Santana on. Oh, that just gave me an aneurysm. I just had an aneurysm and died right here. Like, really? I almost threw my phone across the room. But y'all know how expensive the new iPhone is, so I'm not ready for it yet. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So, let me tell you. You cannot put somebody on who has 10 Grammys and that I didn't even know played at Woodstock. You can't. You're not putting them on at this point. Like they're putting you on. They're putting you on. Like, like the fuck, the disrespect. I'm gonna need y'all, little Gen Z motherfuckers, to actually do your research before y'all speak. Do your research before you get on Twitter and think you're talking about something you know something about. No. Santana is one of one of, if not the most iconic guitarists. Like he's y'all. Know, I know y'all know who Jimi Hendrix is. Mm, if I y'all know don't, y'all do. And that's very sad if, if you, you don't, don't google's a hell of a thing stop and go google right it's now it's a hell of a thing but also take off that fucking Jimi hendrix shirt you got from hot topic because you don't know who the fuck he is take yeah, it off like right slash now. you don't know who he oh. is from guns and roses oh my Listen, god his hair his hair and also he has a song it's hella old at this point with fergie which i think is like fergie's best vocal performance ever of all time what the hell happened at the national what she was saying the national anthem who knows? They remixed that. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened then, but she has this song called Beautiful Dangerous with Slash that came out maybe like five or six years ago. That is I fucking have to discover beautiful. that. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It is an absolutely beautiful song. You know what? I like going back and discovering things like music that I didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. Like I remember this one period of time I got really heavy like everybody knows who Janet Jackson is everybody knows who Michael Jackson is mm-hmm. um in the Jackson 5 but I had really never dove in deep into their discography and I was like in love with like them even when Jermaine broke away mm-hmm. and their sister uh Latoya had music she had some hits too I actually Jackson. haven't listened to any Latoya 
She has some hits. I went on a Janet Jackson like craze a couple of years ago. Okay. No, last year, as a matter of fact. Really? I mm-hmm. love me some Miss Jackson if you're nasty. <laughs> yes. Because I'm nasty. Yes. <laughs> that plays at my job all the time. Really? Yes. That song plays all the time. And I'm like, I feel like we shouldn't be listening to this in a family restaurant, but I ain't going to say nothing to nobody. Because I will gladly stand at my table with four children and sing about nasty boys. Nasty boys. But yeah, like it really, it really gets my goose mm-hmm. when people, it's like when Katy Perry performed, and I was just telling you about this at the right. Super Bowl, what was it, a couple years ago, and fucking brought out Missy Elliott because they have a song together, the last Friday night remix, mm-hmm. which Missy fucking killed because she's Missy motherfucking Elliott. Yes. And all of these. And she's aging backwards. Like, what the fuck? Witchcraft. Please give me that Benjamin Button disease you have. Listen, the fucking witchcraft of it all. Like, but everybody, all these little Gen Z, Katy Perry, (coughs) white people were like, who is Missy Elliott? Wow, she's so great. She's going to be such a wonderful performer when she makes it off the ground. And I'm like, she's been off the ground. She's probably the best female producer ever of all motherfucking time yes like i can only hope that my music takes off in the way that i want it to and i get to work with missy motherfucking mm-hmm. elliot like who got the keys to the jeep that was one of our um this shit is sticky you need to wait a little bit well it's like quick dry so by the time i get done with this one i you, you need to let it dry some more okay well anyway <laughs> um yeah, so I feel like we're at this point in music where, like I said, so many things have been done. So mm-hmm. much is so much is happening. Um, and everybody is sampling something. And it's especially popular with rappers. Well, I feel like the, the foundation of hip hop um, has a lot of samples. Like mm-hmm. Juicy um, from um, Biggie Sample. I don't remember the original song because it was in the 70s. Uh-huh. And yeah. Um, probably should educate myself a little bit more about that but um, that also uh, Ice Cube uh, today was a good day mm-hmm. example the Isley Brothers so I think the foundation of hip hop has always been to kind of sample but I think the samples are coming too close together Yeah, like they're, they're not letting enough time pass before trying to redo something I also feel like like it's cool to sample a song or two and like have two song, two one or two songs on your album that are samples mm-hmm. or have samples, mm-hmm. but like motherfuckers are putting out whole albums that are just samples. Jack Weiss. <coughs> Did he? Okay, who is he? He is a singer. I've never really listened to him, so I mean, I know people probably gonna jump on my head about this. Um, he's like five two. Anyway, that was irrelevant. I don't know why I just took that. <laughs> <laughs> my sister loves Jack Weiss. But he's a singer. I think he signed to Cash Money Records. So don't get, don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, but he has his own music. I don't preferably like it. Um, but he started doing a whole bunch of covers and saying that he's the hottest thing in R and B right now. He's the king of R and B. I remember. I remember yeah. the internet exploding about the king of R and B thing, and I was like, um, I don't even know who you are, sir. Exactly. So he did this little thing where he like sampled. I did covers. It's like you can't consider yourself the king of anything if all you're doing is covers. Yeah. If you're not making your own music, if you're not having an album 
as prolific as um, 12 Play, even though we don't, we canceled R. Kelly, um, or um, Urban Hangtime Suite by Maxwell, or mm. oh, Embrya um, by uh, Maxwell, or uh, let me think, who else? Um, Usher, 8701. Mm-hmm. Um, the list goes on and on. But if you don't have an album, or Confessions by Usher, if you don't have an album that big without a sample, you're not the king of shit. You ain't the king of nobody. You're the king of covers. You're the king. Of, you can be the king of covers. Actually, you the cover. You the king of sheets. Because nobody fucking know you. <laughs> <laughs> you the king of top sheets because don't nobody ever use the top sheet. I sheets. hate top sheets. Don't nobody ever use the top sheet. Oh my god, my ex used to always try to get me to use the damn top sheet. Oh why? It keeps more. It keeps the warmth in. No bitch, it's I want to top up. Get that I'm fucking sheet on me. Even when I'm in the hotel, I will sleep on top of the top sheet. Well, that's. I thought that's what it was for. I don't. I don't know why people put a top sheet on their bed. That's dumb. It's just. just uh, oh, excuse me. Oh my goodness. Came from my soul. That's the Pellegrino. I just think. <laughs> Sorry, I'm drinking a Pellegrino because I'm a like white a girl. It's not like Lacroix. It's not like a Lacroix where. <laughs> what did I say earlier? The whispers from the other. The room. fruit whispers from the other room. You can't really taste it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just I I feel as though musicians like Missy Elliott, like with her most recent um, contribution to the world, uh, what's it called? Iconology. Mm-hmm. It's the EP is five tracks. Um, there's like an acoustic version of one of the songs, but like even even in on the song Drip Demeanor. Well, she is kind of giving you that trap, modern hip hop flow. Mm-hmm. It's still doing it better without a sample, without a, without a cover, without any kind of interpolation of somebody else's shit. Like mm-hmm. it is truly fucking magic. I don't know. I feel like Hollywood and the music industry is on the same page with just redoing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, like as much as I loved the animation. Of Lion King, I really wanted to love the quote-unquote live action version, mm-hmm. which it wasn't a live action version. It was just you know CGI lions that look real. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was pissed. I didn't see it actually, and I wanted. I genuinely wanted to. I was like, I should go see it, but I just never got around to it. Well, then I won't spoil it for you. It's Lion King, girl. Okay, so... (laughs) Everybody has seen Lion King. You right. But, so, okay, everybody says Beyonce ruined it. I think Beyonce did a great job. Yeah. Her, normally her acting annoys the fuck out of me as much as I love her musically. Her acting is just, You have to take your wife a place. That's king. No, she was actually good. However, comma... Everybody knows the musical number that Scar does with the hyenas. Mm-hmm. Bitch Be was mad. That shit was like I was getting. I was. It's like you're getting ready to have sex, and he nuts in two seconds. Ooh. Like the disappointment. Ooh. Was so great because like there wasn't. Steam popping up. There wasn't no green in the background. He wasn't shimmying. He wasn't dancing. It was just. Was it even? I thought it wasn't even in the movie. No, it was in the movie. He did the little number, but it was like I don't know what the fuck it was. Ew. And then like the scene where you know he comes back and Simone and Pumbaa are distracting the hyenas. 
Did they not do a luau? They yeah. did something completely fucking different. I like I was ready for you aching for some bacon. Yup, yup, yup. <laughs> and I got none of that shit. Yep, yep, yep. And I just sat. I just sat there like I had put on this like fire ass lingerie, and I was smelling good. It had this aromatherapy candles lit, and I was ready for the dick, and it never happened. I am sorry you had that experience, friend. I was so fucking upset. I am really glad I didn't go see that movie now. <laughs> a bitch don't like to be kept uh, waiting. Um, and like, I fucking 100% agree with I am so sick of remakes with movies. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me talk about it for a minute. Cause okay. I haven't seen it. Have you seen I don't it? plan on seeing it. Have you seen either one? No. Okay. I don't fuck with scary movies for real. Oh, I forgot you. I like suspense. I don't like to be frightened. I like scary movies. Okay. I when I was a kid, I was really scared of them, but it's kind of like a thing. Like growing up, I my I was most afraid of Chucky because the last thing you would hear before you die is his little feet pat on the ground, and it just fucked me up for some reason when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. But so I I saw the original. Yes, I saw the original it. When I was very little, like the Tim Curry one. Oh shit, he was it. Yeah, Tim Curry was the original. Oh, it. I didn't know that. And it was like a, it was a made-for-TV series mm-hmm. that they made into a movie. Oh shit. So learn something new today. Tim Curry is an original. It. It totally like Tim Curry is just the shit. He is amazing. Yeah. Tim Curry can do no wrong. I feel like he doesn't get the praise that he needs, but continue. He truly does not. Cause have you seen um, Clue? Yes, I love Clue. Fuck yes, it's I love so Clue, and then Clue. I, he was in Home Alone. Home Alone, mm-hmm. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I could go on and I on about Tim Curry. I know you're not a theater person. I will not hold that against you. Okay. Um, but everybody out there should see Rocky Horror Picture Show because it's fucking incredible. Um, but so Tim Curry is the original. It he's the original Pennywise. Mm-hmm. He is like an actual fucking clown. Like he looks like a clown. He's got the the white face paint and the red nose and the hair and the clown outfit. And it terrified me as a kid so much so that I'm like scared of clowns. Oh my goodness. Like I hate clowns. There was one point my sister was in the Mayday Parade with her cheerleading team. This clown came up to me and I took off running. Like, no, no, thank you. No, ma'am. I'm okay. I don't want it. I'm not trying to buy what you are selling. (laughs) So when they said they were remaking it, I was like, all right. I'm a grown-up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go into this movie. I'm not going to be scared. So I went into... They broke it into two parts. So I went into It Chapter 1. And it was fucking hilarious. Everybody was like, oh my god, it's so scary. And I was like, this is genuinely funny. Isn't like, Bill Skarsgård? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first movie, hilarious. The, the kid actors, so talented. Mm-hmm. Ridiculously talented. But the movie was not scary to me. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go see It Chapter 2 and I ain't even going to be fucked up about it. You was fucked up about oh it. Oh my God, I was fucked up about <laughs> it. Get, <laughs> nigga. It fucked me up. I saw it with my boyfriend and he was like, are you are you okay? And I was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a not little, okay. I'm a little scared right now. <laughs> I am not okay, sir. I am not a fan. But that's like one example of a remake of something, uh, a book turned into a movie turned into another movie that is successful, kind of. But then you have fucking The Mist, which I don't know if anybody has seen The Mist. Have you seen The Mist? Yeah, I've seen The Mist. 
I read the book. I didn't know it was a book. It was a book. It's a Stephen King book. The book. Oh, fuck. The Stephen book King is, is a fucked up individual. He is very say. fucked up, but the book is so boring. It's my cat. Oh. <laughs> that scared the fuck out of me. I thought we was going to have to get ready to fight. <laughs> I'm about to be like, bitch, don't let the fingernail polish fool you. <laughs> I am ready. Um, but no, yeah, so so The Mist is a Stephen King book. And the book is slow. Mm-hmm. And the ending is awful. It's even worse than the ending in the movie. Yeah, because the movie was really, the movie was, came out in the early 2000s, uh-huh. right? Yep. And. and- you know what? Um, Bird Box kind of put me in the mind of The Mist. Yes. Very mm-hmm. much so. Mm-hmm. And that was based off a book. Mm-hmm. I almost want to say a Stephen King book again. No, that's no, not no, Stephen no, no. King. It was a Stephen King. Mm-mm. But I still want to know what the fuck that was. I, like... I'm on the fence about it. I like Bird Box. It pissed me off, though. A lot of the parts, I think just being black pissed me off and how they did the black man in the movie that well black man wouldn't have done none of that maybe also Trayvon T. Rhodes mm. I just want to smell his neck that's it that's it you I know, know he smelled good as fuck you know what I wouldn't just smell his neck cause I know me but <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna start there and, and, and we just go in the conversation about his neck. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I forgot. When I was even about to <laughs> My bad. No. When they turn books into movies. Uh-huh. We all know there's a lot of shit in books that can't be. Because it would just be too long of a movie. Mm-hmm. Not that I would be against sitting through a, a five-hour movie if it's good as fuck. If it's good, it better be fucking incredible mm-hmm. but um they always change shit yeah and in bird box the original ending in the book is that they have to blind themselves oh shit that's fucked up i know and i when i found out that that was the actual way it ended i was like well why the fuck didn't we do that like why like why did they go to a sanctuary with blind people they can still see like they can still i'm i don't like it yeah, that also, whole and then boy and girl. Mm-hmm. Boy and girl. <laughs> everything, you? almost everything about that movie pissed me off. Mm-hmm. Like it was very good though. I enjoyed it a great deal. I just hated the ending, and I usually hate endings in movies that are based on books because it's never the correct ending. Yeah, just like the Divergent series. The Don't Divergent even get series. Me fucking started on that shit. Oh my god, I love the Divergent books. I love the first two. Yeah, I didn't like the, the third one. The third one was a struggle to get through, honestly. True. It took me like a month to finish that book. I was like, wow, this is boring. <laughs> and I didn't even watch the third movie. Like after I watched the second movie, and it they was didn't make like a third movie. Nothing. Oh, they did make they a third did. movie. Yeah, they I did. saw it. I remember. The second book was nothing like... I mean, the second movie was nothing like the book, and I just stopped. It... When... They were supposed to make a TV series. Mm-hmm. What they were going to do was, since the third movie was such a flop... Yeah. They were going to make it into a TV series. 
I knew from the first movie that that was not gonna be right. Because the way they handled everything about that movie, I was like, listen, I understand that you take liberties, creative liberties, when you're translating something from mm-hmm. text yeah. to a screenplay to an actual production. I get yeah. it. I understand it. However, there are certain things that need to be preserved that... Is crucial to the storyline. So crucial. Exactly. Like the scene where they she actually finds out that she's divergent. It was... I don't even remember exactly how it happened in the book, but in the movie, it just didn't even... I was like... For someone who had not read the book at that point because I started watching the Divergent series movies before I started the book. Oh, did you? Yeah. I didn't understand that moment. I just knew that something happened, it wasn't supposed to happen, and people were covering up for her. Which is like, cool, great, love that journey for you, but... What the fuck is happening? Why are you here? I don't understand the movie, you just can't stop and be like, hey guys, this is what's really happening. Let me break it all the way the fuck down. Then me, like they did in the first two Hunger Games movies. Like the first two Hunger Games movies, granted, I was reading the books as I was watching the movies, kind of. Yeah, same. Um, so I was like aware of what was happening. Mm-hmm. The first two movies did, I think, did a really amazing job of staying pretty true to the book. And then the, the last two movies that they just kind of like, <laughs> they were like, oh, y'all wrote a book? Yeah. And then one of the lead actors died in the middle of the series. Oh, yeah. 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 R.I.P. Speaking fucking. of devs, um, <sighs> the grandfather of Black Hollywood. Yeah. No. Nah, no. Nah, the uncle of Black Hollywood. No, nah, he... Granddad. He, yeah, he granddad. He I didn't granddad. Watch, I didn't watch Boondocks, so you know I don't feel like you I could watch Boondocks. What? But yeah, John Witherspoon just passed away. Um, you guys would know him from um, Friday as Pops, as Pops, uh, Boomerang, as you gotta coordinate. You gotta coordinate. You got the mushroom belt <laughs> and the mushroom inside. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. baby. You know what's funny? The day John Witherspoon died, I was eating a burrito and I was putting hot sauce on it. Yeah. I thought it was literally one of those internet death hoes. Yep. I was waiting And for so it. I ignored it. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad about it because he actually passed away. And jeez. I was not ready for that one. At all. At all. And they were, ready. they're in the middle of re bringing back, um, Boondocks. I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, fuck, what are they going to do? Like, there's no way they I can. don't think there's anybody. They're going to have to kill them off. Anybody. They have to. Then what the kids going to do? Because you know cartoon kids don't ever grow up. True. But maybe they grow up. Mm. Or oh, fucking Regina King is so talented. Maybe she can do it. I don't know. She's doing Riley and Huey already. Right. Shit. Like. Real recognized real. You She's... looking real unfamiliar, granddad. That shit. Oh my god. But um <laughs> That's the most the oh my god. That is so problematic but it's so true. Mhm. And it's anime, guys. It's literally anime and yes. I think thinking about it like that I'll be able to watch it. Yeah. Because I've tried so hard. Uh-huh. I tried so hard to watch it. And I was like, okay. 
And it was like one episode that I really, really thought was fucking hilarious. And I was like, all right, baby, I can't get into yeah. this. And then the next episode, I was just like, why are we here? Why is this to the You know, right I'm here? not really for, like, it depends on the series. Like, since eight, bring that shit back. Yes, absolutely. Shut up, because you never finished it. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, what else? Um, Netflix has a horrible habit. Of canceling shit when it's in the good good spot of canceling the best shit that they have mm-hmm. like i was watching marco polo on netflix is that any good yes with kubla khan mm-hmm. love that shit but it's only two seasons and then it kind of ends like on a cliffhanger um but i'm all for i'm actually i'm not for um revamping shit but or bringing shit back but yes in that sense uh i would like to see um have you started Shit's creek yet i haven't uh Shit's creek is fantastic they're in their final season it actually Yay! is already up on netflix they've got five seasons but i want to know who made the decision to stop it because netflix it's not on netflix it's a canadian tv show oh uh, really yeah like i don't know who was like you should watch peaky blinders Peaky Blind. Somebody was just telling me about that. It's on Netflix. It's about a London street gang. Who was just telling? Literally the, yesterday, somebody it's, was telling uh, me about What's that. his name? Murphy. Murphy was his first name. First name was weird. Uh-uh. He, he has a very... He, I think he's handsome, but mm-hmm. he looks like a skeleton. What's his name? It's like civilian... I forget his first name. Oh my God, I'm looking it up. Okay. Um, he stars in it. And it is a fucking amazing. Um, I also think Netflix needs to be a little bit faster about putting these series out. Do you like Nicole Byer? I don't know who she is when you say her name like that. When you say her name like that. <laughs> <laughs> when you just yell her name at me. Right. Um, Nicole Byer, she's a BBW. Uh, she's a comedian. She's fucking hilarious. But she has... Oh, the black lady? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who she is. Yeah, she has a show on Netflix. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need a season four. Immediately. Immediately. Expedition. Because I have watched seasons one through three at least six times over. Mm-hmm. Um, also... Cillian Murphy. There we go. Let me see. I've never heard of him before. Yes, you have. Have I? I will fight you. You are a thespian. <laughs> Every time somebody says thespian to me, I think of this phrase that I said with my friends during the show. Not a lesbian. Thespian. Definitely a thespian. Mm-hmm. Cillian C. How do you spell it? C-I-L-L-I-A-N. He's played. He's a British actor. He's okay. played in the American movies. He normally plays because his face. He normally plays a villain. Fur. Okay. He's actually Irish. I'm sorry. He looks kind of familiar. He's played in The Dark Knight. He played in Inception. Okay. I haven't seen either of those movies. What? Uh, you know I don't like Batman. You know I don't like superhero shit. I just... Oh, my God. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> 28 Days Later. Ain't that the scary movie? It's about the virus. I've seen that. 
Oh um, my God, you don't know who Cillian Murphy is. I'm pretty sure I do. Hold on. He played, you know, that movie with um, Justin Timberlake and oh my God, the girl from um, I have ESPN or something from Mean Girls. Oh, the time movie. Yeah, the cop that was chasing him. That's him. That's Cillian Murphy. Shut up. Yes. I yes. love that movie. By the way, it is very good. It's yeah. like called Out of Time or some shit. Yeah, yeah, In Time, In Time, In Time. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I can't believe it Dunkirk. They're making a quiet place too. Can we talk about how I've never seen that shit? Um, that one is more suspenseful than it is scary. Mm. I think you actually would really like what it. Who's um, playing Batman though? I have but questions can we myself. talk about how fine John Krasinski um got all of a sudden? John Krasinski. I don't know him when you say his name like that. <laughs> <laughs> this gentleman. This is gonna be my new thing to say. Oh, he's playing um something on Amazon right now. Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's on something. Yeah. He was in the office though. I always thought he was a little cute, but the beard the beard is like The beard and he like got kinda ripped. Oh And I was like I, I saw fancy. a trailer for oh. A Quiet Place and I was like, Is that job? Is it? Oh ho hello. How you doing? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, a Quiet Place was a really good movie. And it was a super original concept, too. Really? Yes. So, um, for those of you who don't know, who haven't seen or heard of A Quiet Place, um, it stars John Krasinski and what's his wife's name? Uh, she's an actor, too. Um, oh, his actual wife? Not Pam? His, it's his real life wife. Oh, they played a movie together. Yeah, they How did. How fun. Uh, Emily Blunt, there you go, who is also gorgeous. Is she British? She is, yes. Hey. Um, Cheerio. It's John Krasinski <laughs> and Emily Blunt, uh, and they live in this town where these things came and they're sound based. So when they hear a sound, they attack. Right. So the whole movie is mostly quiet and there's very little dialogue. But it's basically about. It starts off with them going to a town nearby to get supplies. The kid takes this toy, mm-hmm. turns it on, and it makes a sound, and the kid gets killed. And then it goes from there, like kind of their life recouping from having their kid die. They have a deaf daughter, and she goes at some point in the movie, and this is all spoilers, whatever. Mm-hmm. She goes at a certain point in the movie to the spot where the son got killed because she like thinks they hate him and they think she she thinks they hate her and she thinks they blame her for him dying Mm -hmm. and she takes the toy she's hidden it from them she takes the toy and she turns it on she takes her um i'm gonna say a headphone her Her her, what do you call it hearing aid there you go her hearing aid out i could not i was like earpiece headphone she takes her hearing aid out but the things don't attack her because her mom is being attacked by him it it is fucked up where are these things they're like alien something it they it and it's they don't like the toy noise apparently they don't like noises and every time they hear any kind of noise, glass breaking, screams, the toy, like anything, they attack. So how do these people live? I gotta watch this movie. You need to watch it. It is so suspenseful. Suspenseful. It's so good. And it was such an original. It was like one of the first original ideas I've seen out of Hollywood in a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're gonna make a sequel. Actually, I do know how they're gonna make a sequel. We well, don't now, spoil the spoiler. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you anything else that happens. But oh, that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's gonna be good. I can't wait. Y'all need actors. I know I said I was taking a break, but if y'all need somebody, I can you be real quiet. You real fast <laughs> right now. I'll be in a movie with Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Mm-hmm. But we need more of that. Like, we need more super original ideas like that. And both music and Hollywood. Yes. But as I'm looking on, um, as a, back to our original topic of... <laughs> That we <laughs> original music. We done just went on the tan uh, on the fucking rant and went about on to originality just in arts in general. In general. Um I haven't listened to Kanye West since Kanye West has lost his mind. Um saw eight oh eight and heartbreaks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No 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 wait, wait, wait. That was his last good album. Mm-mm, it was one after that. Yeezus no, came no, no, right no, after no, that. No. Did it? Oh no. Um was it graduation? No, graduation was before that. Um okay. it was uh fuck my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yes, that was the last time I listened to him. And the only songs on that one that I liked were was um Monster. Yeah. But looking through a list of let me just go through this list of music that you guys probably have heard recently, you have heard recently that you didn't know was a cover. Um Follow God by Kanye West. I haven't heard this song, so I don't know. Um, but he sampled Can You Lose Can You Lose by Following God by The Whole Truth. That was a song in 1969. Undes- Kanye West samples a lot. He does. Just so y'all know. He samples He's incredibly musically talented. He samples a lot. Yeah. And he does a good job at it. Mm-hmm. Um The Undecided Song with Chris Brown and Drake. It sampled I Love Your Smile by Shawnee's. In 19, that was a song That's in like, 1991. You got it, girl, you got it, girl. Yeah. That song? Mm-hmm. Where is the sample in that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's Undecided. Wrong oh, song. Sorry, I don't... No, I, I said Chris Brown, and I automatically saw Chris Brown and thought Chris Brown and Drake song. I'm sorry, I apologize. Undecided by Chris Brown. I love your smile. But No Guidance is next. <laughs> okay. And um, that's a song with Chris Brown and Drake. Mm-hmm. And he, they sampled Before I Die by... Oh shit! I don't even know. Uh, by she escrow. I might have to go look into this person, but that was a song that came out in two thousand eighteen. Um, probably a foreign song that we don't know. Um, I'm just guessing off bat. I might be wrong, but um, also a a song that was called "No Guidance" by Eight Bit Arcade from two thousand nineteen. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, you stay by DJ Khaled, J Balvin, um, Meek Mill, Jeremiah, and Little Baby. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people in one fucking yeah. song. Yeah. Um, it's sample Senorita by Puff Daddy in 1997. You stay. Well, no, that was covered by them. Never mind. Um, and know me. Sorvene by India featuring Tito. That was a 1994 song. Huh. Uh, have you heard the Dreamville? No, you haven't because you really don't listen to hip hop. Um, Dreamville is J. Cole's album. I mean, um, oh my goodness, get my shit together. <laughs> his record label, he has a group mm-hmm. under Dreamville, uh, which is all his artists. They have a song called Under the Sun, mm-hmm. and he sampled I'll Be Waiting for You by the Argo Singers. That was in 1963. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler, Cur- the creators um, knew project the song that is called a boy is a gun sampled bound by ponderosa twins plus one that was a 1971 song 
Ponderosa Twins. Yeah. Pissy Pamper. Don't know this song. Don't know who Young Nudie is. Barely know <laughs> who Boy Boy Cardi is. But sampled a song called Twilight by Ma Yamini. That was a 1980s song. Let me skip to some shit that we, I actually would know my damn self. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who none of these hoes yeah. is. My Type by Sweetie. Of course, everybody that know that's a millennial who has been alive know that she sampled Freakly by P.D. Pablo. Ew. Oh, yeah. She totally did. I was like, is this Freakly playing on the radio? And then yes. it was not. And I was like, um... I'm upset. <laughs> the Break Me Off song or BMO song by Ari Lennox. Um, that was sampled or used. Um, oh my goodness. Sampled Space by Galt McDermott. That was a 1969 song. Um, let's see. Gold Roses by Rick Ross and Drake. Sampled Israel Sweet by The Rupture. That was a 1973 song. Hmm. Yeah. So those are a couple of things. A lot of actually, the list goes on and on and on. And on. Just from 2019 alone. Um, oh, Megatron by Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. There is definitely a sample in there. Yeah. Um, Heads High by Mr. Vegas. That was a 1997 song. Um, let me see if there's anything else on here that really pops out. I feel like all Kyler Creator's album, latest album, keeps popping up on this list. So, like, half of the songs he did. <laughs> and that's the thing, like, I appreciate a good sample or whatever. And it's not to say that I will never sample in my music, but, mm-hmm. like, also... Can we just make music? Yeah. I think it was Timbaland. I was watching a video, um, an interview he did. I love him too. And this is before I even started making music or anything. But it was like, he was saying how people don't even create their own drum kits anymore. No. And I was like, damn, that's so true. You hear the same. Same 808. Same 808, same Afrobeat, same. Like, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. Uh, I just want to not be. <laughs> and I want to talk about this song, How Do You Want It? by Tiana Taylor featuring King Combs. Now, King Combs, if you've been alive and you're not old and you've not been living in the rock, you know that King Combs is PDD's son, mm-hmm. Christian. Uh, they sample What Do You Want by Mace featuring Total. That's a 1998 song. But I want to talk about how King Combs basically has stolen his father's flow and somehow is making it work in 2019 okay but i can't fully respect him as an artist because who are you but just a little pdd like like pdd number two yeah version two not even improved (laughs) version 1.5 1.2 1.2 I was going to say 1.2. That's so sad. I was thinking 1.2. I've not... I've heard of him, but I didn't know he was making music. Yeah. He has one song called Surf that I like, but it's just like, for the most part, like the dancing, the waves. I mean, you can't help but look like your father because he's out of all of these kids, except for his twin daughters. 
he looks the most like his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep forgetting that P. Diddy has twin daughters. Oh, he has so many kids. Listen, y'all. Yeah. I wish I was P. Diddy kid. Man. Just for the money. I I be I say it out loud. I, don't, I just need a little bit of extra coin. Daddy, people. I just need the money. I want to be my own. The person, money and the clout. So, yeah. Um, people do anything for clout. Yeah. Um. Can we talk about some songs that are like famous covers? Because I will always love you as a cover, and everybody I'm every woman. that. I'm every woman's a cover. Yes, that was originally a Shaka Khan song. Fuck out of here. That's why she shouts out Shaka Khan in the middle of the damn song. No. Yes. I did not know that. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Mind blown. Mind literally motherfucking destroyed. Yes. Wow. I did not know that. Okay, Whitney Houston. What songs were actually yours? Okay. First of all, okay, we need to talk about this because I saw a list. She should rant. She should rant. Prepare yourself. Okay. There was a list. And Whitney Houston was 36 on this list. And she was 36 of the top singers of the world. Who were the first 35? I don't. They don't fucking matter. She should have been number one. She should have been number one. I'm just. Maybe number two. (laughs) If she wasn't top three. If she wasn't. Like, honestly, if she wasn't top two, there's only one singer that I would put. Who who would you put above her? Barely, Who would you put above? Just barely I feel above. I'm gonna kick you out. I feel <laughs> I'm gonna kick you out. I feel it. I feel it in my spirit. But go ahead and say it. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna retract that nope, statement. Nope, no, nope. I'm gonna retract. Live with your decision. Redact. I'm gonna retract and redact that statement and um say that I will put this person on the same level as Whitney Houston because I do think both of their voices are very powerful, but in very different ways. Um, Patti LuPone is like one of my favorite singers and just hearing her voice just fucks me up I don't like Evita but every time I hear Patti LuPone sing Don't Cry For Me Argentina I'm sobbing it's the same reaction I have when I hear um, How Will I Know like it just is a visceral like I'm mm. sorry I can't oh no Whitney Houston is my Whitney Houston is like, Whitney Houston just has right, and for her to be like you hear a voice like that, you think that you're going to be seeing a big woman. Mm-hmm. She has such a big voice. She has such a big range. Also, Brandy needs to be on this list. Brandy slept on vocally. Was she not on the list at all? No, but oh. Brandy has range. Brandy like does, yeah. she's not just a mousy singer from the '90s she and the early 2000s. She has range. Absolutely. That woman can blow. I want to see this list. I, I want. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna look up this list. I want to see it because we had to post it on our Facebook page. Yes, absolutely. Um, but I actually want to hear Brandy actually flex her range in her music. You know who's kind of coming up and who has a voice very. Um, Big and bold and beautiful like Whitney Houston. Who's Amber that? Riley. Have heard of her? Amber Riley? Mm-mm. You've not heard of Amber Riley? No. She was on Glee. Didn't watch it. I didn't watch it either, but I just remember them after Whitney Houston died, they did a tribute episode to her. Mm-hmm. And she sang I Will Always Love You and she's the only person 
that I have ever heard sing that song since do it any kind of justice. Really? Yeah, like, I'll play it for you because it is truly... I don't know. I'm just an originality snob. Oh my well, God. yes, I 100% agree and nobody will ever do that song. Even Dolly Parton, who the song is originally by, will never do that song any kind of justice. But then you... <laughs> Dolly Parton songs just get stolen all over the time. So, Miley Cyrus did a couple Jolene. of Jolene. <laughs> now... Dolly Parton's original version of Jolene is truly iconic and we love it. But I fucks with Miley Cyrus's Jolene. Like, it is so good. <laughs> so Miley good. Cyrus redid Jolene? I didn't even know you that. You didn't know that? Girl, no. I'm gonna have to play I'm sorry, she was number 34 on this it list. Still is not high enough. Um, who Can is. Can you just read off the first 33? Because I wanna know. Okay. It's and it's how many is the top how many singers of the top world? 100 oh top 100 let this me see who's number one i just want to see who's number one so i can throw my laptop i'm not gonna throw it okay aretha franklin okay okay all okay. right okay okay i will that is acceptable okay i can i can that I can, is acceptable. i can take that i can take that that okay. is acceptable ray charles number two okay see i'm thinking vocally okay i'm just thinking vocal like vocally now Ray Charles, the shit, okay? Absolutely. Okay. okay. Top ten now, at the very least. Number three, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley is a thief. Elvis Presley is a thief. Elvis Presley also doesn't have the range. He doesn't. He doesn't have the range. He doesn't. Sam Cooke, number four. I fucks with that. Okay. John Lennon, number five. Uh, oh, I'm on the fence with that one. Marvin Gaye, number six. I fucks with that. I fucks with Marvin Gaye. Um, Bob Dylan, number seven. No, thank you. Get him out of here. <laughs> Otis Redding, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, number eight. Stevie Wonder, number nine. Whitney Steve- Houston should have been at least top ten. At the very at least top five. No, I'll say at least top ten. But she's in my top five. She's... James Brown, number ten. <sighs> Paul McCartney, number know. eleven. Oh, wait, 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 wait. James Brown, number ten? yeah. That's disrespectful too. I feel like he ought to be number thirty-four. I love James Brown. Don't get me wrong, but he's, vocally he's not like top ten. He was innovative though. I uh, um number twelve, Little Richard. Get the fuck out of here, over Whitney Houston. Roy Oberson. Who Don't know who that, that is. No, I'm just gonna skip past him. Al Green, number fourteen. Al Green shouldn't have been number 14. I say that I think Al, Al Green should have been moved up on the list. Um, Robert Plant. I don't know who these white people are. <laughs> Mick Jagger's number six. Mick Jagger's number 16 and Whitney Houston is number 34. Listen. Tina Turner number 17. That's disrespectful. That is absolutely atrocious. Freddie Mercury is number 18. Freddie Mercury does have a great voice. He should be top 10, honestly, in my personal opinion. Bob Marley is number 9. Okay, as... Bob Marley is number what? 19? Above Whitney Houston? I love Bob Marley. Bob Marley is prolific in his rights. However, comma, he should not be above Whitney Houston when it comes. Smokey Robinson... Okay, also number should 20. not be above Whitney Houston. I love Smokey Robinson, but like... Th- okay, like, what? what is, like, is it the influence, the discography, 
Because Johnny Cash is number 21. Etta James is number 22. Etta James needs to be higher on the list. David Bowie is number 23. I don't agree with that. Van Morrison, whoever the fuck he is, is number 24. Also should not be that high on the list. Guess who's at 25? Who? Ariana Grande? No. I'm waiting for a millennial to be higher up on the list than Whitney Houston. So I can throw if you any millennial is on this list, I'm a flip the fuck out. There's going to be. You know there is. Michael Jackson is number 25. Here's the problem I have with that. I don't think Michael Jackson was necessarily the greatest vocalist. I think this list has to be based on like all around talent. But if it's all around talent, then he Michael should be Jackson number one. Should be number one, absolutely. Above literally anybody else that you have said on this list, all around talent, Michael Jackson. Jackie Wilson. Um, I will name my children Jackie Wilson. Is number 26. Hank Williams is 27. Who I love that how is. a hosier song when you say Jackie Wilson. <laughs> Jackie Wilson. <laughs> Janis Joplin is 28. Now, Janis Joplin is Should great. Be much higher on the list as well. Nina Simone is number 29. The disrespect. Okay, what's the name in. of the person that wrote this article? Who are they? Um, Prince mean, is number 30. <laughs> I'm done with this list. Howling Wolf. Dude, the guy who played Howling Wolf looks like Howling Wolf. Who is Like Holland from Wolf? the Cadillac Records. Oh, shut the fuck up. He, like, look at this Let man. The guy who played him. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Was that him? <laughs> no. Uh, he's 31. Bono is 32. Bono, girl. Bono. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which also, why he on this list? Um, Steen, Steve Winwood. Don't know who Don't that know who is. Are. I'm sorry. And then we have Whitney Houston. Who's after Whitney Houston? I just want to know. Um... Let me go to the next. Will you Facebook message me this? this oh, I will, because we need to put this on here. Because um, I want to fucking know who wrote this article so I can write a strongly worded letter to their <laughs> head of media department because, bitch, the disrespect. Like, did you fucking read this article before? Like, who was your editor in Who proofread this? Like, who gave this the okay to be released as a thing that people would see in their life? Because it shouldn't have been at all. At all. But let's let's kind of move on. Okay, because I'm angry. That's... Very angry. Like, my blood pressure is through the roof right now. Um, and it shouldn't be at all. That's terrible. Whoever made that list needs to be fired. I agree. And somebody was really, truly like, oh, yeah, this is good. All right. Wonderful. Yes. Great job. No. I'm canceling that person's career right now. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> Whitney Houston took a song written by a country artist and turned it into something that is probably the most iconic love song. And this bitch is just Put sitting in on. a chair. Put in me the beginning out, of the I don't movie. even oh wait what song is I this? will always love you really Dolly Parton originally sings I will always love you oh yeah see, I would be very upset if oh Dolly Parton that. was very upset really yeah Kevin Costner wanted Whitney Houston to sing that song and not Dolly Parton for the movie for um for what is the movie bodyguard 
we know another some other team. So for Boomerang, right? Uh-huh. Um, oh my god, what is that song? Love Should Have Brought You Home by mm-hmm. Tony Braxton. Uh-huh. Was originally supposed to be sung by Anita Baker, but Anita Baker was pregnant at the time and didn't want to do it. Oh, so Anita. Anita Baker. It's not even on this fucking list. And the t- Anita Baker, Shaka Khan, Patti LaBelle, Gladys Knight. Like, uh, oh, also, can we just, Patty, Auntie Patty, can we have a talk? Um, I know that's you on Mass Singer. And the whole world knows it's you. Oh, that's a thing. Oh, yeah. It's actually really fucking entertaining, too. Really? Like, trying to guess who the singers are. It's a great show. So I watch it. Who's been on there so far? Um, well, season two, Layla Ali was one of the people that they unmasked. She yeah. can sing? No. Oh. <laughs> She's like, she has an okay voice. Um, you said no. Dr. <laughs> what's his name? Dr. Drew was Dr. one of Drew. the people. Um, some other people that I don't know. And their uh, T Pain won the first season. Really? Yeah, he because was like, he was in Auto Tune, right? I mean, no, he wasn't in Auto Tune, so nobody right. recognizes his voice. People were. He was like, I just wanted to do this so people could remember that I actually can sing. Yeah. And they're like, Are you going to keep using Auto Tune? And he was like, Yeah, why not? <laughs> like that's his signature. But Aretha Franklin was like came in second place. Not really? Aretha Franklin. Just kidding. She's oh. dead. Um, <gasps> <laughs> the way you said it. <laughs> Gladys, who was it? Gladys Knight? It was one of them old black ladies. I'm pretty sure it was Gladys Knight who was. She came in like second place. And it's like everybody knows that that's Gladys Knight. Like, was it Gladys Knight? Or was it. Now I gotta look it up. Oh my gosh, Darius. I'm sorry. I didn't watch the first season. I'm getting this all secondhand from other people. You know, every time I try to find you on Facebook, I'm like, where is he? And then I remember that your name is not your name. It's not my name. It's branding, sheesh. It's branding. And I'm like, well, where the fuck is Darius? <laughs> and um, then I have to make sure it's not your music page. It's like your actual page. I guess it's the either one. Who cares? Uh, T-Pain won. Donnie Osmond was one of the... Yeah, Gladys Knight, Joy Fatone, Rumor Willis, Latoya Jackson, Ricky Lake, Tori Spelling, Margaret Cho, Terry Bradshaw... Tommy Chong and Antonio Brown were all the first season and T-Pain won. I'm going to have to start watching this because this sounds interesting as hell. It is honestly the most it's the best singing competition on TV right now and that's all shade to The Voice and American Idol. Um, Can American Idol just go away? It did and they brought it the fuck back. Okay, Can they just like kill it again? And they got Katy Perry as a judge. She should not judge anyone. I don't understand. She needs to just judge herself and her subtle, subtle hints of racism in her designs. Oh yeah, she also stole. She oh, she got sued very bad for that um that cover she did. What cover? Um, oh my God, it was the Dark Horse song. It was actually a Christian rapper's song originally with a beat. To it was. Well, you know, um, Katy Perry used to be a Christian singer. She did. Under the name Katie Hudson. That's her real last name, Hudson. Hudson. Mm-hmm. Ew. Um, also, can we talk about the um, 
mayo-based cover of September that Taylor Swift did last the year. Disrespect. It was the most disgusting thing that has ever gone into my ears. And I feel like one of my friends was like, it's not that bad. I said, you ought to shut your goddamn mouth. Like, you got me and Earth, Wind & Fire fucked up. Oh my God. Earth, Wind & Fire wasn't even on the fucking list. I just want to see. We just need to redo this list. Our damn self. All right, one hundred through ninety-one. Also, under many Houston key tracks, the greatest love of all. I want to dance with somebody, saving all my love for you. I will always love you. Not. How will I know? Oh yeah. Not fucking literally anything else. <laughs> Okay, How Will I Know is my favorite Whitney Houston song, by the way. That's why I keep bringing it up. And Sam Smith did a cover of How Will I Know, and it is atrocious. And I love Sam Smith. I do, too. It was on his first album, and I just was very You know what? I'm starting to like Skinny Sam Smith. I fucked with Skinny Sam Smith, especially him in that How, How Do You Sleep video. Yeah, Listen. I ain't gonna lie. I would have smashed him. Them. Oh. Mm-hmm. I would have smashed them. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I would have smashed them. Them <laughs> being Sam Smith. Them being Sam Smith. Yes. Absolutely. I was because like, that was oh. just giving me like, I don't, it was like, you know how I understand now how women were attracted to Prince in all his feminine luster. Like, mm-hmm. because I was just like, give me that dick. Give me that mayonnaise packet. <laughs> You know, that works in more than one way. Yeah. Because the dick is white. Uh-huh. And the stuff that comes out of it is white. Yes. I fucks with that. <laughs> I fucks with that hardcore. Mary J. Blige is number 100. I just want you to know that. You know, I saw on Twitter. B.B. King is 96. Patti LaBelle is 95. Rolling Stone. I, how do I? I need to send a message. I need to send a message. I need to send a, I need to talk to somebody. I'm sorry. This is not okay. I need to file a complaint with the Rolling Stones magazine. Like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Anyway, you were saying something. I'm sorry. That was just atrocious I don't and recall. disrespectful. I don't recall. Mariah Carey is above Patti LaBelle. You got me fucked up. Mariah Carey is apparently too far down on the list, too. Okay, so like, uh, I want to know. Early two thousands, Mariah Carey. Nineties, Mariah Carey yeah. is too far down on the list. Yeah. Current Mariah Carey, she doesn't have the range. No, she doesn't. Ariana Grande stole it. Grande is. You know she fucking know who Ariana Grande Actually, is. Actually, it's Grandy. Huh? Actually, it's Grandy. Her last name is Grandy. That's how you really pronounce but, it. Uh, I'm not finna play games with her. Yeah. She always be Grande to me. Sorry. Grandy. I love her song, uh, Break Up With Your Girlfriend. Break Up With Your Girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cause I'm bored. It's all fucked up. She samples a lot, too. She does. Will you come to make the 
So does Drake. I do not like Drake. Yeah. I just can't get into get out, it. Get out. I'm sorry. Get Somebody out. compared me to Drake once when I was what? in the early beginnings of my music career. Because, you know, Drake likes to quote sing, mm-hmm. but he can't actually sing. Mm-mm. And it's kind of this whole thing that's kind of popular right now among rappers where they sing hella weird on a pitch uh-huh. and tune it to make it sound okay, but it's just all over the place. Yeah. And the lady, we, it was a couple years ago, and my friend and I, who, were, who I used to make music with, which it is the two-year anniversary of our album, Saint, uh, 20-something. Really? Yeah, it came out two years ago on Halloween. And... We were entering this competition called Let Your Voice Be Heard. And the lady was like, yeah. She was like, I like your voice. You got kind of this like Drake quality. And I said, oh, no, ma'am. And she was like, what? She was like, that's not a, that's not an insult. And I was like, for me, it is because Drake can't sing. And she was like, yeah, I know. But it's like this thing that people. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. We got to fix that. Mm-mm. 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 I can't. I can't. No, do ma'am, that. no ham, no turkey. No bacon. No. Uh, we vegetarian up in here. Actually, no, I'm not vegetarian at all, but... I don't think I could ever be... I have been. I mean, I do my Daniel fast. And it's basically a vegan fast. Yeah, I don't... And I understand now why vegans are so angry all the time. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're, like, forever hungry. Like... Every time I think of vegans, I think of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Whereas (laughs) they come in and they get them for veganity violations because vegan being a vegan gives you special powers apparently in the Scott Pilgrim universe. So he has like telekinesis and shit. And Scott tricks him and he drinks half and half. And the vegan police come in. What the? F- I have to watch this movie. It it's so ridiculous. good. The vegan police come in and they go. Um, they're like listing down the things he ate that weren't vegan, mm-hmm. and they go on so and so and so and so. They you knowingly ingested gelato. He goes, gelato isn't vegan. <laughs> and they go, it's milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I hear vegan, I think it's milk and eggs, bitch. Milk and eggs, bitch. <laughs> um. Vegan people eat at home. Don't come to my restaurant asking me if I have any vegan options. You see all this meat on this menu. You better get a falafel burger. And gluten-free people, stop asking us what's gluten-free on the menu. I because I'm gonna say anything without bread or flour, and that's it. That's um. So my restaurant does not have as many gluten-free options actually we do have plenty gluten-free options i don't mind it if you are genuinely celiac Mm -hmm. like you and you can tell the difference between people who are just fad gluten-free and actually celiac Mm -hmm. because the celiac people will come in and be like is this fried in the same fryer as the things that are breaded because if it is I can't have it right. and I'm like ooh you are actually gluten free and you can't eat these things because it will hurt you and so I'm like alright right. cute um, but then you'll somebody will be like is this gluten free and I'm like uh, it's fried in the same fryer as such and such and such and such oh that's fine bitch you ain't gluten free you, you just trying to you, you do just... anything for clout <laughs> <laughs> dumbass bitch <sighs> Um, so the question of the week, since we're still on the topic of music, um, 
and this damn god awful list. Who, who are your top ten singers of all time? Artists, singers, yes. Give me your top ten. Give me your top three. My top three. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad you didn't make me do top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to bar Whitney Houston from the list because of the disrespect. We all know Whitney Houston is the goat. Mm-hmm. Um, top three. That's rough, man. Um, I like it rough. Same. Uh, I'm gonna go and no. Can it be no particular order? No particular order. Is okay, fine. lit. Um, Christina Aguilera. What? Okay, go ahead. Patty Labelle. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Fuck. There's so many people flying through my head right now. Um, uh, Christina Aguilera, Patty LaBelle. And Ella Fitzgerald. That's my top three. I think. I feel like that's not correct, but that's what I'm going with for this moment. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Whitney Houston, no particular order. Mm -hmm. Um... Go Marvin Gaye and that third one is so hard, man. The third one is so hard because it's so many. You know what? I'm gonna throw Maxwell in there. Okay, I fucks with that. And I'm just going off of vocal abilities. Um, okay, so who are your top three entertainers? Vocal, visual, performance, everything. Top three entertainers, Michael Michael Jackson is number one, period. Mm-hmm. Um Janet Jackson. Um and I can't be alive today and not mention Beyonce. Okay. I'm gonna go um Again, Michael Jackson is the GOAT. I can't put him on my list because he's the GOAT. Like, mm-hmm. he, there's no one comparable. Well, there's no one comparable. There's no one comparable. <laughs> even the concert that he didn't even get to do because he died was better than anything I've seen. Yeah. And I have seen some shit. Like, yeah. Uh, but my top three are Lady Gaga's number one for me. Okay. Um, and that's because it's not only like, it's like theater mm-hmm. watching her perform. It's so great. Um, Gaga, are we going based on people we've seen live? I pose the question, but based on people we've seen live or based on what we know of their. Well, I did mine based off of who we know because I haven't seen either three of them live true. myself. True, so. true, true, true. Okay. Um, all right, so I'm going to go Gaga, Prince. And honestly, Janelle Monet. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, her show was top notch, and it was in a small venue. It was fucking incredible. You know what? I love Janelle Monet. I love her. Um, a very close runner up was Lizzo. 
Yeah. I love Lizzo so much. A close, a close that didn't make the list was Prince because Prince is amazing. Mm-hmm. But people I've seen. Beyonce, Gaga, and Janelle Monet. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Beyonce, Gaga, and Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake's show was really? incredible. The 2020 Experience World Tour. That show was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I was sh- I wasn't shocked, but I was shocked. Yeah. Like, I expected them to put on the show, but I didn't expect it. Erica Badu, I went to her concert recently. Oh, yeah, how was it? Visually fucking stunning. Like, oh my God. I loved everything about it. And I hated the fact that they turned the lights on her, on on her, and made her stop singing. Because, like, I could have been there all night listening Why to her. Why did they make her stop? Because they have a curfew at Chaffetz Arena. Oh, And they couldn't dumb. go past a certain time. And that's stupid. Then y'all know Erica Badu gonna go over the time. Y'all know she black. And she said that she made Baduism for the millennials. I fucks with that. I feel so honored to be a millennial at that moment because you know they be trying to shit on us. They be trying to shit on us millennials, and we are the greatest generation alive. Yes, like, you got us fucked up. Like we we had to grow up with not having technology mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden be the test dummies for all the technology. Mm-hmm. Just today when I was leaving the house, my grandma was like... Test dummies for student loans and all for that shit. For student loans and all that bullshit. <laughs> fucked up. Don't, don't test me for debt, bitch. Right. Excuse me? Um, Give me a million dollars to see what I'm going to do with the shit. How about that test? How about that? I fucks with that test. Uh, but no, my grandma was like, she has an iPhone. I have an Android phone. I'm Team Android. I don't give a fuck with nobody Ooh. out there saying I'm Team Android. I will be for the day till the day I die. I bet you will switch off. I sure in the fuck won't. I bet you will. I hate Apple products, like except for the MacBook. I was gonna say I'm looking at Apple product right in front of you. Literally, right now. the only reason I have this MacBook is because it was required for the school I went to. Oh, okay, but you love it though. I do. I do love my MacBook. I okay. love you, old girl. But they were asking me how to delete stuff from the phone, and I was like, I don't fucking know. I ain't got no Apple phone. Oh my gosh. But yeah, millennials get shat up on. We do. Okay, so let's do our black owned business highlight. Yes, yes. You have one, right? I sure do. Okay, let's do it. For once in my life. Um, So I just kind of literally was scrolling through Facebook before uh, we started recording. And stumbled upon um, K Customs. That is K A Y C U S T O M S. You can find her on Instagram. I literally just followed her myself. Um, and she does custom dolls. They are porcelain. They are repainted. They're collectible items. They she does. They're 125 and up. All of this is in her bio, which is real awesome. She has a website. If you go to squareup.com forward slash store forward slash K-A-Y dash customs, C-U-S-T-O-M-Z. You can find all of her pricing and stuff like that. If you go to her Instagram page, she has a bunch of really amazing hand-painted dolls. She has some that have vitiligo. She has beautiful dolls that have like two different colored eyes they're all black dolls they got natural hair it, they're absolutely stunning and beautiful and i 100 percent 
if I was into dolls, dolls kind of creep me out. But <laughs> if I was into them, I would be ordering a doll. Actually, I might get one for my niece. Yeah. Her birthday's coming up. See? I actually might get one for my niece. Bam. Look at what. So, yeah, K Customs, check her out. She does. She's doing great shit for black people. Awesome. Um, my black owned business highlight um, goes from a lady I stumbled upon on Instagram. She makes custom crochet um, clothing. She ha- uh, makes halter top sweaters, pants, socks, hats, you name it. And her shit is bomb. Her page is called Your Granny Could Never. That's Y A G is in George, R A N N Y C O U L D N E is in Edward, V is in Victor, E is in Edward R. So Your Granny Could Never. Follow her, get your measurements together, order it. Her shit is bomb. Her boobs are great too. Her, her, her <laughs> boobs are great and her clothes are great. Like boobs are great and her clothes are great. So like double the hey follower. Um, and don't forget to follow our social media pages. Yes, we are at Urban Proper Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Yes, we are Urban underscore Proper on Twitter. Um, and you can find us also on YouTube at Urban Proper Podcast. You can type us in. I'm still working on updating everything. Don't hate me. I hate um, you so much. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, also, shout out to Darius because he does all our graphics. Listen, it is a collaborative effort. I just happen to have the skills. The skills. <laughs> um, y'all, I just like it's so great to be doing something like being a partnership where um, everything is from the ground up. Like y'all just kind of get together and you want to make this thing and you do it and. Even through stubbles and, and peaks and valleys and being able to be available, y'all still can keep it together and keep it going. Um, so when you have friends, just like we talked about in our last episode, that are about something and want to start something, join up with your friends and do shit. And it's so much easier and it's so much more fun when you're doing stuff with people that you like, mm-hmm. that are talented, mm-hmm. that are like-minded. Yes. And that fucking show up. Show up for your friends that show up. Yes. It's show out for them too. Yes. Gas your friends up. Gas your friends up. Retweet their stuff. Share their stuff. And we say all that because we need y'all motherfuckers to retweet. <laughs> share. share our shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Until next time, guys. We will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.